0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to A Thousand True Crimes. Uh, you're here with Chelsea and my lovely co-host, Joe.
1: Hey, guys. How you doing, girl? Um, been waiting, bated breath, to hear about this vampire guy. Oh, yeah, well. I know. Man, I- I we really left you guys so on that. a cliffhanger because <laughs> I think the last episode... We did. We were like, oh, it's our first listener episode that we're going to be put out. And then we just disappeared. But um, uh, we did. I had a loss in my family, so I just had to take some time to deal with that. Um, And since I'm, like, the only editor, unfortunately, that means no podcast. So...
0: (laughs) We had to take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, how dare you deal with your emotions and your loss?
1: We had to take a break, but we're back. And listen, I am, I have, it has been so difficult, like not when it's like late at night and I'm like, the vampire guy, like not to just Google him and find out what he did because Chelsea's already done the research and she said that it's like a crazy story. So I'm excited to get into this one.
0: Yeah. He's a a nut. Um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so, anyways, it's kind of, it's exciting, because like we said, as our first listener uh, request, I don't know, and I hope it's okay I say his name, uh, Rusty, if you're still out there, this is for you, Yeah. he requested this guy, just for um, you, so, yeah, but before we get into crazy vampire dude, what you drinking?
1: I have a Sauvignon Blanc,
0: because you're going to need it, Sauvignon Blanc, alright, I'm rubbing off on you, girl!
1: i'm not gonna say it's because i actually didn't go get wine i just remember that my dad's box of wine was still in the fridge so i was like eh, i'll just drink that but yeah we can go with yeah you're rubbing off yep yep yep
0: i'm gonna go with that i'm rubbing off on you okay, yeah i'm I like just that gonna better. go with that <laughs> you know what it's summertime it's hot a good glass of it's a of good white time for a white yeah long. yeah
1: it's a good time for a white what do you have is that what you have over there too
0: I have a white, but um, it's Pinot Grigio.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
0: I want. I went to Target today, and I needed to get stuff uh, like wine for tonight, and I got like a bigger bottle of the California root for the Target brand because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like cheap and it's pretty good. And they never like have. I could never find the Sauvignon Blanc. I don't know if they don't make it in that size.
1: Maybe um, I think it's so just not as popular. My
0: second go-to is Pinot.
1: Can't go wrong and with
0: that.
1: It's always
0: that note. way. Yeah. It's a classic. So, there you go. All right. Well, we're just going to kind of like jump on in. Uh, Let's do it. To this case.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. I just Googled his picture. Whoa.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Richard Chase, AKA the vampire of Sacramento. Yo, he
1: so,
0: looks this creepy has, like, as hell. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this, this case has pretty much every trigger warning that you can think of. Animal abuse. Oh, God. Um, child abuse, child murder, uh, sexual oh assault, okay. like, anything and everything. All like, right. this is, like, if you're All looking right. to have a happy story, this is not it. Um, right. And also, like, he for like upfront like he 100% had mental health issues. Like he did not get the help that he needed. Okay. All right. So yeah. Ooh. Yeah, not saying that what he did was okay, but you it's 100% like as I was reading this I'm like, how did anyone think it was okay to release him? Mm. Oh into god, it's one of these society. kind of
1: stories. Okay.
0: Like okay. Let's do it. All right. So Richard Trenton Chase was born on May twenty third, nineteen fifty. Your face right now. Are you just like looking at everything?
1: I'm just looking at pictures and then of course randomly they have crime scene photos. I don't know what they're of. I don't know. I, they just look gross.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not a, a pretty picture. Um
1: That's all so I do whenever you tell me their name. I just into- I just Google pick do Google pics and look at the photos. That's it.
0: <laughs> I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes yeah. you need a visual. You gotta see yeah. like who oh, you're I talking about. Oh, I need to know.
1: About. Yeah, I need to know who this. Yeah, you need is. to
0: like have the face, because then like sometimes like you're like, I could see how they were able to do what they did, like trick people or be charismatic. You're like, oh, I can see it. You know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This guy's not, not. This guy's not with this no. guy though. You no. see him and you walk the other way. <laughs> no. <laughs> walk the other way. <laughs> Okay. Um, so he was born into an abusive household and his father would often beat him as a child slash teenager. He would torture, kill, mutilate animals as well as set fires. So like right off the bat. Dangerous
1: combination.
0: Yeah. Don't don't hit your children. Don't hit your Um, kids.
1: And if they start fires and torture animals, take them to
0: see a, a therapist. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, ASAP. It's kind of like two major signs. Yeah,
1: yeah. there's a problem there.
0: <laughs> so he didn't always act differently or weird, and at times he could actually kind of like blend in. Okay. To, like in high school, like some people were like really shocked. they were like, wait, that Richard from, from high school? Like they couldn't believe because he blended in. Okay. Um, but as he continued in high school, he started to experiment with weed and LSD. He also became an alcoholic. I'm sorry. When was he born? So he was born in 1950, 50. Okay. Okay. All right. Got it. 50. Yeah. He also did have, he did have girlfriends in high school and he was attracted to women, but he could never get aroused or maintain an erection. And he actually did go and speak to a psychiatrist about this. And the psychiatrist pretty much told Richard that the reason he was having these issues was that he had repressed rage or a mental illness. Like, Mm. I could have done that therapist job for him. Right.
1: I was like, well, okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. I agree. So what are we going to do about this?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, maybe (laughs) Um, he should get his money back. I feel like he came to you because he knew there was a problem. So, like, maybe, like, (laughs) talk to him a little more than that. Well, what I see is that you, sir, have a problem. No shit, Sherlock. I know I I have a problem.
0: This is why I'm here. (laughs) Thank you so much. So he never went back to the therapist. Of course he didn't. And by the time he was, Yeah. By the time he was in his 20s, it was becoming clear that he had um, some serious mental illness going on. Okay. At this point, he starts to believe that he is being poisoned. His stomach was upside down. And he believed he was in, like, a lot of pain. Oh, dear. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I forgot to mention, I got a lot of my facts from, like, Murderpedia and Wikipedia. And then also Daily Motion has a documentary and it's called like Serial Killer about him. And that's where like they kind of dove in a little bit more about his like psychiatric, um, his mental illness. Yeah. So he starts to believe at this point that by drinking others' blood or animals' blood, he could fix all of this. And as he got older, he would later find out that he could—he would only feel aroused or have an erection when he was committing violent and disturbing acts, aka and necrophilia.
1: Yuck!
0: Yuck! Yuck! Yep. So, Richard, in his early adult years, he moves back in with his mother. And this is when he begins accusing her of attempting to poison him to kill him. His father at this point then decides to get an apartment for him and forced him out of the house. Which is um, like was not he... the no. best parenting?
1: No, no no no, not how you handle do. the situation. But I mean his dad was obviously a dick, so we can't expect him to all of a sudden be good mm-hmm. at parenting. Was he being like violent at all with his mom? Or just accusing her of poisoning him?
0: I didn't read that he was being violent with her. I didn't find anything about that okay. in the beginning. I don't think he ever got like physical with her. Okay. Um, but, he, I mean, he did some violent things in front of her, and you'll find out here in a second. Okay, okay. Um, so after his father decided, oh, it's a great idea, my son has mental health issues, let me just kick him out of the house and find for Dump him, him, put him,
1: yeah, in the public, yeah.
0: Yeah. Richard lived alone and he began to capture, kill and disembowel animals where he would eat them raw.
1: I can't. That's horrendous. That's disgusting.
0: So, he would, after he would kill and torture and disembowel these poor animals, he would make a smoothie with their intestines and in his mind... This would prevent his heart from shrinking to the point where it would disappear and he would die. This man is so unwell. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which, like, it does make it kind of, like, I feel for him. Like, he needs help. He's so unstable. His his brain is not, like, he's not okay. He needs help, and he just never no. got the help. But
1: but also, he should be an institution. Which is, like, an another reason
0: why, yeah, this is another reason why, like, We need to reevaluate our mental health system. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's not enough support for it. But all that being said, he should not be free on the streets.
0: Oh, yeah, no, no. Unmedicated, at least. (laughs) And it's also to go on record that, like, I do not agree with what he did or supported or like anything like that. Like,
1: of course, of course. Fucking
0: this kid. This guy is no, 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 no. Well, okay, so anyways, speaking of mental health, in 1976, he was actually involuntarily committed to a mental institution due to him having blood poisoning, which he got by injecting rabbit's blood into his veins. Oh my God. Uh,
1: Jeez Louise.
0: (laughs) Are you sure you wanted to eat it? Like you were so like intrigued and now you're probably like, why the fuck? Yeah,
1: it's bad. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: So he was committed as a schizophrenic, uh, schizophrenic suffering from somatic delusions. Okay. Do you know
1: what that is? So he's just. What's a somatic delusion? Uh, I'm Googling not it. Google it.
0: Okay. I'm assuming it probably has delusions that's related to a schizophrenic episode.
1: Oh, okay. A somatic delusion is a false belief that a person's internal or external bodily functions are abnormal. This belief may also extend to viewing one's okay. physical appearance as very irregular, also known as mono-symptomatic hypochondriacal psychosis. This condition is a very rare form of a delusion.
0: Yeah, sounds okay. about right. So I was not correct. <laughs> I
1: wasn't correct. <laughs> Got it. Okay. But it tracks. It, it tracks. So it what tracks. happens
0: when you assume. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he actually ends up escaping the hospital where he went to his mother's house. Oh, God. Okay. He was then taken to an institute, institution, Beverly Manor, which was a facility for mental patients. This is where the staff started to refer to him as Dracula. Mm. He would share with the staff about his fantasies of killing animals. One time, the staff found him with blood around his mouth, and it was discovered that he had captured two birds through the bars on his window bedroom window and snapped their necks and drank their blood. By 1976, after completing <laughs> a ton of different treatments, which involved psychiatric drugs, Richard was deemed... Are psych psychotropic drugs
1: psychotropic? Yeah, I yeah. Think that's and it right.
0: like, yeah, psychotropic psychotropic drugs. Richard was deemed no longer a danger to society. Oh no! He was least back to his yeah yeah yeah. That was a very uh, incorrect diagnosis,
1: right? Like what? What? They just let him go? Yeah, like this guy mm, who's snatching birds out of the window
0: like what like that right. takes some dedication
1: right that takes some time two he did it with two birds
0: Okay, <laughs> no, it's not like the grass right. like scurrying across like the fucking cell floor it's legit like he had to like figure out a way to get these birds to come to him yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like there's a lot
1: that went into that
0: I he don't know how like, but easy it is to get a bird okay. to come to you, but, like, I open my door, and the birds, like, scatter.
1: I don't... They don't... Listen, I try. They don't come to me. Okay. Well, we'll just so, let them go. I'm not
0: going to hurt them. That's fine. Just let I them go. I don't... I don't... I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. So, this is so going to get he worse. Was, um, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't get better. Um, he was released back to his parents, where his mother decided that he did not need to be on his anti-schizophrenic medication he was prescribed. Oh. Oh. Of course. So we do have to remember though that this is the 70s. So what like mental hell? health... Like people just did not think that that was a thing. I feel
1: I don't like. understand, man. I understand like not, not thinking that depression is a thing but when your kid is like killing animals and... Blending them up into a intestine smoothie.
0: Yeah, something's not right.
1: (laughs) Maybe just keep him on the meds. (laughs) Maybe just keep him on the meds. Yeah.
0: Maybe just keep him into like in the mental. Yeah, he doesn't
1: need to come home. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad call. He needs therapy.
0: (laughs) He needs therapy. A lot of
1: supervision
0: and drugs. And a lot of supervision. Yes, a lot. (laughs) So, eventually, his parents Jesus, put him up in an apartment where he he started to capture torture. Yeah, again, again, again. Where he started to capture, torture, kill, and drink the blood of rabbits, dogs, and cats. (laughs) He would even kill and eat the neighbor's pet he one time contacted a neighbor that was looking for their dog by calling them to explain what he had done to their pet dog. Uh, How, if if someone called me, uh, and hey. I feel like he probably told them their name, and if I was like, this is my fucking neighbor, I would, like, uh, I would... I know. I would be in jail for murder. <laughs> like I don't know how other ways well, to it. At least it. call <laughs> the police, right? At the
1: very least, do you not call the cops and be like, "Yo, my neighbor ate my dog," and then called me yeah, to tell might me about check it. That out. Like, I think it might be a good yeah. idea because he just <laughs> called me and told me about it.
0: You might. You okay. might want to look into this. Like okay. knock knock hello. Like what? Oh my god! I know it was, I it's guess, the seventies. Like one of those things. Oh no! Yeah. So Richard, at this point, starts to become obsessed with firearms and purchased multiple handguns. Oh no! Yeah, it's just like mm. someone gave he him. He became a fascinated with the crimes. Yeah, I mean, there's no mental health background check.
1: Oh God! All right. Okay.
0: So he became fascinated. And this is, again, the 70s in California. I don't think their gun laws were nearly as strict as it is today. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm sure not.
0: (laughs) So there's a lot of shit going down in California in the 70s and 80s.
1: So now we got a crazy man who drinks the blood of animals, armed and dangerous. All right.
0: Here we go. Yep, yep, yep. So, he he becomes fascinated with the crimes of the Hillside Strangler, and he believed that yeah. the Strangler was also a victim of the Nazi UFO conspiracy that he believed he was a victim of as well.
1: Right, right, In right. In right,
0: Richard's right, right, mind, right. he needed to kill and drink the blood of his victims to prevent the Nazis from turning his blood into powder mm-hmm. via poison they had planted beneath his soap dish. Oh Stop. It's not funny, but like your face right now. This
1: is like, so bad. This is so bad. It's so bad.
0: It's not funny. Like I understand it's poison, not funny. and there's
1: that they under, put his under his soap dish by under the Nazis. His soap dish that would then mm-hmm. turn his blood to powder. Yes. I mean. I don't I don't know I, how I, how is this man free how is he walking like it's like nobody cared about him I right no because if they really did care about him his parents would have been like bro you need to go somewhere because you're gonna hurt somebody or get hurt or something um
0: if baby b ever started doing <laughs> shit like this I can guarantee you I can guarantee you he would be getting help ASAP. I would not kick him Sorry, out of my kid. house, and he would live <laughs> with me. And I would force feed him his medicine
1: every damn day. Like, he
0: will never go off his medicine. Done. No. Oh, I will like lock him in. The, like like no. Some people. You're shouldn't not gonna have go live man. on your own. Hell no. Hell so, there no. should be oh, a freaking God. test. There should oh, be God. a test. I swear. <laughs> Some of these parents. <laughs> I think if, if like a hundred million people didn't have freaking kids, we're going to, the human race is going to be fine. You don't yeah, have to probably. have children PSA. No, no, you don't. So anyways, you don't.
1: And if you are going to have them, if you take want the to, fo- that's
0: great care of them. <laughs> yes. If you're going to have kids take care of them. This is not rocket science. It's not that
1: complicated. It's about as complicated it's as really not. You, you don't send your blood-drinking son who has schizophrenia in a, into his, in his own apartment. apartment. <laughs> Good. That's just it's, it's common sense.
0: Okay. I can't. All right. So Richard's mental state just continues to deteriorate. Of course He it stopped does. doing personal hygiene, and he was actually about 145 pounds.
1: Ugh. That's why he looks so nasty in so, these pictures.
0: So he was less than I am. <sighs>
1: that's I mean, that's small. He, he doesn't sure look like he's is. like, a, he looks like he's not a short dude. Like he looks average height.
0: No, I didn't get, yeah, I think he was like average height. Like it never mentioned anything about his height. And I feel like if he was like super, super tall or like super yeah. short, it would have been acknowledged. But I think he was like close to six feet. I mean, like that's, that's pretty skinny. Like 5'11", 6 feet, yeah.
1: That's pretty skinny.
0: Yeah. Oh, 145 pounds? Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, that's... Yeah. So, in 1977, Richard went to his mother's house and rang her doorbell. When she came to the door, he shoved a dead cat in her face and then threw the cat to the ground, where he began to rip open its stomach with his bare hands and stuck his hands in the cat. And started to smear its blood all over his face while screaming. Joe, did you know what she did? Well, did she, she call and to not get him an this. apartment? Nope, no, 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 no. She doesn't. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't report it. Nothing. She just instead calmly walks back inside
1: and closes it. Like
0: it's just another, just another day. Oh my God! Oh, there's my son doing crazy shit again. Oh my God.
1: this poor man like I just feel like he was like
0: his from day one day one his his like he was fucked family and society just failed him
1: yeah he was fucked I mean this poor man up until this point now I feel like there was like there just wasn't enough support to an extent but obviously like fuck him for what he did to these people but I do put a little bit of that on his mom and dad I mean fuck them too yeah. If my son so, showed um, up at my door screaming, ripping open a cat and smearing the blood on his face, I would be like, oh, my God. Like,
0: child, I, I would, will get you help. I would be throwing up.
1: Call it an ambulance. Like, how
0: do you just like go, oh, that's cool. And just like close the door. Like, he, I would be She like, didn't oh, care. I she it.
1: didn't care. Yeah, she just didn't care. She just didn't care.
0: I would, I would, and I would be like, sweetheart, I'm gonna need you to come inside now. These nice men. You're gonna be like
1: signaling gonna... behind the door for like your hubs to call
0: 911. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and my husband like, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> the kid just ate a cat. He just ate understand.
1: a cat. I <laughs> Call, please. Call,
0: please. What? Exactly. (laughs) So so many times I like look at my husband, I'll like mouth something or make a face or like make an arm movement and he just goes, huh? I'm like, like, oh my god. Shh. (laughs) Shh like there's a reason why I'm not being loud right now. Right. If I
1: wanted to be loud, I would have been loud. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like if I wanted people to know, I would have said something. Exactly.
1: So if you don't get it, just move on, just move on.
0: (laughs) You know what? And it also like always pisses me off when like people in movies and shows are like waving their hands like crazy when somebody's like, don't say anything or like, don't do this. You know what I'm talking about? And the person just looks at them confused and just continues to go. And I'm like, if I was that person, I'd be like, oh, okay, this is a sign. I'm not supposed to be doing this anymore. What? Yeah, exactly. um, Like, let me pause. Do you want to join like? Guys, body cues, body language. Pause. Yeah, take, take, a, take a pause. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it.
1: We're just way more um, in tuned than average people, I think. I,
0: I don't know. Must be it. I guess. I don't know.
1: We see people frantically so waving at 3rd, us. We pause.
0: So on <laughs> <laughs> Nevada State Police discovered Richard Ford. Rancho, lodged in a sand drift near Pyramid Lake, Nevada. Okay. They found two rifles, a pile of clothes, and a bucket full of blood and cow's liver. Oh, no. The officers eventually find Richard, who was naked and screaming in the sand. He was covered in blood. When he was questioned, he claimed that his blood, that the blood was his own and it leaked out of his flesh. Oh. It wasn't. It was cow's blood.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Okay, they, but there's like, at that time, there was no crime technically committed because like animals didn't have rights back then.
1: So we're and, just gonna um, send him on his way.
0: So they were just kind of like, okay, cool, dude, you can't be here, gotta go. Oh my here's a God. Towel.
1: Uh, here's the towel. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> you got a little something. <laughs>
0: Kinda <laughs> got a little something it, on yo. You might want to wipe here. that off. <laughs> <I don't>, just...
1: <laughs>
0: Your body has some some red stuff on it. You might want to take care of it. So, okay, this is when we start getting into no more jokes. Oh. Um, so, two days before his first mur- murder, December twenty seventh, nineteen seventy seven, he fired a twenty two handgun into the home of a woman in Sacramento. Fortunately, no one was harmed and they were able to find the bullet in the home. Now, this becomes important, so okay. remember that, okay? Okay. All right. All right. December 29th, 1977. Oh, Ambrose right Griffin, he was 51 years old. Mm-hmm, and an engineer and a father of two was helping his wife bring groceries into their home. Ambrose was shot and killed in a drive-by shooting. One of the sons reported seeing a neighbor walking around their home in East Sacramento with a twenty-two rifle. And the rifle ended up being taken from the neighbor in question, but ballistics would show that the rifle was not a twenty-two rifle. Like the mm. bullet that killed Ambrose was not from a twenty-two rifle, but that of a twenty-two handgun. And it matched mm. the shot that was fired into the home on December twenty-seventh.
1: Okay. Just a drive-by, huh? mm
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, jump to January 21st, 1978. Richard attempted to enter a home, but found that the doors were locked. Now, Richard would take this as a sign that locked doors meant he was not welcomed. Oh, God. But unlocked doors meant he was.
1: Oh, my God. Okay.
0: Richard eventually got into the home of Robert and Barbara Edward, who were bringing in their groceries. They heard a noise, and when they went inside, Richard escaped out of a back window where he turned the corner and, was like, ended up walking towards the Edwards. Okay. So he, like, heard them come in. He escaped out of the back window, turned a corner, and was, like, actually walking into the Edwards. Okay. This is where they did try to stop him, but he (laughs) managed to get away. So, when they went inside their home, it was in shambles, and he had urinated into a drawer of their baby's clean clothes and had defecated onto their child's bed. Oh, my God. Richard would continue to try to enter homes until he came across the home of Teresa Wallen. Teresa was three months pregnant, and her husband, David, was at work. She stepped outside to take out the garbage, and Richard took this as a sign that he was welcomed. Mm. He snuck into the unlocked door, where he surprised her and shot her three times. Once in the hand as she tried to defend herself, and twice in the head, killing her. Mm. He then dragged her body to the bedroom, where he raped her post-mortem, while repeatedly stabbing her with a butcher's knife. When he had finished, he cut the corpse open and removed several internal organs, using a bucket to collect the blood, and then taking it to the bathroom to bathe in it. He then sliced her nipple and drank her blood from an empty yogurt container, and before leaving, he found a pile of dog feces and stuffed it into her mouth and throat.
1: Holy shit.
0: This is when the police start to realize that these crimes are coming from a disorganized killer. Yeah. And that there is absolutely no reasoning to his crimes.
1: Yeah.
0: And the documentary on Daily Motion kind of goes into this more about how, like, disorganized killers are some of the harder ones because there really is no, like, no the pattern. MO might be kind of similar, but, like, the pattern's not. Yeah, it's yeah. just, there's no, I think I might have gotten more, like, the pattern is similar, but the MO, like, there's no specific victim. It's just that, it's just so chaotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. All right. Oh man. Well, on that
0: note, before I get to this one's pretty rough. So before I get into this, I'm gonna get more wine.
1: Time to top up. All right, I suggest
0: we anyone who's drinking get some It'll more. Don't top too. up.
1: Apparently, it's about to get even worse.
0: <laughs> you ready? This one's rough. I'm ready.
1: All right, here we go.
0: Okay. So January twenty seventh, nineteen seventy eight would be the last day of Richard committing his spree kills. He entered the home of 38-year-old Evelyn Murroth, M-I-R-O-T-H, Miroth, right? Yeah, that's how I was say, Murroth. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: Murroth. Evelyn Murroth was babysitting her 22-month-old nephew, David. She also had her six-year-old son, Jason, with her. And her neighbor, Dan Meredith, was helping her with the babysitting as she took a shower. When Richard entered the home, he encountered Dan in the hallway, where he was shot in the head at point-blank range. Mm. Jason, Evelyn's son, runs into his mother's room to tell her, but Richard fatally shot him twice in the head. He also shoots David in the head. Richard Mm. then entered the bathroom, where he fatally shot Evelyn once in the head. He dragged her corpse to the bedroom, where he sodomized her while drinking blood from a series of slices to the back of her neck.
1: When the oh med- medical
0: report came out, it indicated that there was an unusual amount of ejaculations in her rectum. Oh, my God. <laughs> Julian just like came down and made a very disgusting face. Yeah. You're not going to want to listen to this. I'm telling you this right now. I'm sorry. I'll be a little bit out of your hair,
1: hair in just a moment. You know, like, I'll be gone.
0: he then stabbed her at least half a dozen times in the anus and it penetrated her uterus he stabbed her in the internal organs to pull blood into her abdomen and then sliced it open and drained the blood into a bucket where he consumed all of the blood After he was done with Evelyn's body, he took David's corpse to the bathroom where he split his skull open in the bathtub and he consumed some of the brain matter. Yeah. It's rough.
1: Oh
0: my God. Oh my God. During this time, a neighborhood girl knocked on the door for her play date with Jason. Oh no. Oh no. No, it's okay. It's okay. She's okay. She's okay. She's okay. Okay, this scared Richard. so he stole Dan's car and fled the house with David's body.
1: With David's body.
0: Mm-hmm, the, the baby, old. the baby, yeah. The girl altered the because, name
1: because, and, you know, the reason he did it was because he wanted to eat it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh my kidding?
0: God. Uh... So the neighborhood girl alerts the neighbor who calls the police. Now, when the police come, they notice that Richard had left perfect handprints and perfect imprints of the soles of his shoes in Evelyn's nice. blood. Nice, okay. Okay. When Richard got home, he then consumed several internal organs of David of he and did. made smoothies Ugh. with some. Jesus he finally Christ. decomposed David's body at a nearby church, but the body would not be discovered until March 24th. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. On March 24th, the church's janitor came upon a box containing the remains of a male uh. baby. When the police arrived, they recognized the clothing as David's. He had been decapitated, and the head lay underneath the torso, which was partially mummified. Oh my mummified. God! Uh. There were several stab wounds, and several ribs were broken.
1: Oh my God! I know. It's just, uh, this man needs to go away. He needs, he needs to go away.
0: So after Teresa's murder, the Fbi were called in. Agents, Russ Verpagel, Jesus, V O R P A G E L. (laughs) (laughs) Verpagel. How would you say it? I have no idea. (laughs)
1: Your (laughs) guess is as good
0: as mine. (laughs) and Robert Ressler were the two main agents on the case they were able to put together a profile of the killer and they determined that the killer would be tall so I guess he was tall I probably should have looked up his height malnourished, a loner physically unclean and he would continue to kill if he was not found which like everybody already knew this yeah yeah. About a week after the Fbi came out with their profile, Nancy Holden contacted the police and told them she believed it was Richard Chase. The same okay. day that Edward had chased Richard away from their home, the one that he peed in the child's. Yeah, clothes, yeah, 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 yeah. And pooped in the bed. Nancy was approached by Richard. She was shopping in the Town and Country Village Shopping Center near the Wallens residence, and she saw him approach her. He asked her, were you on the motorcycle when Kurt was killed? This startled Nancy because 10 years ago, she was dating a boy named Kurt who had been killed on her motorcycle. This is when she asked who he was, and he replied, Rich Chase. And this surprised Nancy because she went to high school with Richard, so she knew him and in high school he was clean cut but then he got into drugs and there is that argument in his case that like it wasn't like so much the weed it's the lsd because that's my well, and also thing. if you
1: have mental health problems like schizophrenia like you don't mm-hmm. need to be fucking with drugs really without like it... a doctor's yeah. supervision because you don't know how it's gonna affect you it could be fine right mm-hmm. like it could be soothing. It could be and helpful. And that's but... where they came
0: in was like, did the LSD in high school just increase these symptoms? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. She tried to get away from him and she did manage to escape out of the store while he was buying something, but he proceeded to follow her into the parking lot, but she was able to drive away. This is when the okay. police ran a background check and found his registration of a 22 handgun, the same type of gun that was used in the murders.
1: That they know. Yep. 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 yep,
0: yep. yep. So detectives and police go to his apartment where they asked to speak to him, which he refused to. So at this point, the cops are kind of like, all right, he's got to come out of his apartment at some time. So they wait. For yeah. Him. And. They end up arresting him when he comes out of his apartment with a blood-stained box he was carrying. His pocket and shoes were also blood-stained. When they looked inside the box, there were pieces of shredded blood-soaked wallpaper and a blood-stained 22. He claimed it was the blood of... (laughs) Like, this, like, makes it, like, okay. He claims it was the blood of dogs.
1: Yeah, that doesn't... You should have been picked up a long time ago for that
0: shit. And even if it was just the blood of dogs, you should still be picked up for that. So
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm. he should have been picked up a long time ago for the animal. Time killing. ago. Yeah, like, that's exactly. not
0: an innocent thing. Like, that's not okay. Yeah. yeah. But when police searched him, they found Dan Meredith's wallet. Good. All right. They got him. So the two, the police and the two FBI agents, Wrestler and Warpagal, 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 I'm sorry. Well, what's his, his first name? It was, um, Russ. We'll call him Russ. Yeah. So Wrestler <laughs> and Russ searched his apartment. It was like something out of a horror movie. The walls, floor, ceiling, refrigerator, and all of his utensils were soaked in blood. On the counter was a blender, and it had coagulated blood all over it. They also found several animal body parts in the refrigerator, as well as David's (sighs) brains in a Tupperware container and pieces of his body wrapped in saran wrap. They also found Evelyn and Teresa's internal organs... Mm-hmm. On one counter were several, pe- several pet collars, and on the kitchen table, he had spread Ugh. out numerous diagrams of various aspects of human biology. Oh my
1: God, this guy. Take him the away. Only, Lock him up.
0: I know. The <clears throat> only saving grace in this, and you can edit this out because I probably get a lot of hate for it, but the only saving grace for this is that they were all post mortem. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like the human victims it's not like some toolbox killer immediately. shit there was no like i'm sure there might have you know if you got shot in the arm of course but like point blank in the hand, there's no pain it's just that you're incident. not tortured so, like, you're place- not tortured yeah huh you're
1: not like tortured yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not like they were tortured. They were alive when like these things were happening to them. It's that's like, the only saving grace. Was,
1: I don't know like, if I want to like edit that out. I feel like that's probably where a lot of people's brains go. Like at least they didn't suffer. At least their deaths were quick. Yeah.
0: Okay. If you feel like it's not if it's good. yeah.
1: I mean, I agree. So, like those are the things whenever we hear all these horrible stories. It's like, oh my God, did he kill her first? At least.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's at least it's that saving grace that like okay, they were they didn't suffer through this. They died fast. Horrible, yeah. horrible thing. Ugh. On January second, nineteen seventy nine, Richard stood trial on six counts of murder. Trying to avoid the death penalty, the defense tried to have Chase uh, of Richard be found guilty of secondary murder, which would result in a life sentence. The Why didn't they go for the insanity? I don't know, like, what I i don't even know if the insanity clause clauses, like a thing, but I don't know. That's yes, true. Remember, that might not have even be. Been... Yeah. Like, to you and me, 1979 is like only like 30 years ago.
1: Reality <laughs> is 1979
0: is like 50 years 60. ago. 60. Like... I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, not 50, because I was born like 40 years ago. We're getting up there. Um, da, da, da. The fin- the defense case rested mainly on his history of mental illness and the lack of planning when it came to his crimes. Richard did take Wait, a stand Can I pause in his you? Defense.
1: Uh huh. In seventy nine, where was this? This was in Montana. California. In, this was in Canada. California. California. In seventy nine. 79 is when the insanity plea became a thing.
0: Oh, but this is January 2nd of 1979. So that it became a thing
1: in, um, March, March 29th, 1979 is when the insanity plea became a thing. So they didn't, at least what I'm reading on here, I don't know, but at least what I'm reading on here, which is, uh, (coughs) cga.ct.gov. It says that the insanity plea was um, enacted by the Supreme Court or accepted by the Supreme Court uh, in March 29th,
0: 1979. Huh. So it probably was like in the works. It just hadn't come into law yet for
1: his but case. And there's like other stuff here. Okay, so it's muy complicado. And, mm-hmm. um, you'll have to go find because a different the law podcast be for that. No. So you'll have to go find a different podcast for that. But I think you're right. I think the insanity plea did not exist as a viable argument at that time.
0: That time. So Richard does take the stand in his own defense and he had dropped down to 107 pounds. Good he claimed to have grief. only been semi cautious yeah, during the Wallen murder and drinking her blood. He did oh not remember gosh. much about the last murders, but knew he had shot David and decapitated him to get more blood. Oof. On May 8, 1979, the jury found Richard guilty on six counts of murder of the first degree. His defense team asked for a clemency hearing in which a judge did determine that Richard was not legally insane, and within four hours, the jury determined that Richards what? would be sentenced to death by gas chamber. I don't what? know how you could like sit there and say he was not legally insane.
1: That man was just
0: like, as insane, insane as they come.
1: That is why we have he, people like him is why we have the insanity plea.
0: Yeah, he's insane. What? He's, he's literally, he is not here. He's diagnosed. Yeah. Oh my God, Chelsea! So,
1: I hate this story. In prison,
0: <laughs> this it's when I was reading it, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, how is what the this, hell? I've never heard of this guy. Oh my God, okay. I don't know. While he's yeah, was in how was this not a much, bigger story? Yeah, yeah. I know. While he was in prison, pretty much everyone stayed away. From him, including other prisoners, Richard did okay. do a few interviews with FBI agent Robert Ressler, in which he spoke about his fears about the Nazis and UFOs. He continued yeah. to claim that even though he did kill, it was to keep himself alive, and anyone would do that. Side note: I would not do that to anybody. What he did, I know. To stay alive. I know. But that's okay. Um, he continued to claim that even though he. Oh, sorry. Okay, he also asked for a radar gun so that he could apprehend the Nazi UFOs so that the Nazis could stand trial for the murders. Richard also claimed that he was Jewish. He wasn't. And that he had been persecuted by Nazis because he had a Star of David on his forehead. He did not have that tattoo. Some psychiatrists believe that his heavy drug use caused him to start having these hallucinations and breaking down mentally. But the judge says he's legally sane. So, you know. Yeah, uh,
1: because that makes sense. That seems
0: logical. On December 26, 1980, while doing cell checks, a guard found Richard lying awkwardly on his bed. He was not breathing, and it was determined that he died of a drug overdose. And it turns out for Mm. the past few weeks, he had been saving up his antidepressants medications that the prison doctor prescribed him. Oh. And that is the story of Richard Chase, a.k.a. the Vampire of Sacramento. He died in prison. He killed himself. Mm-hmm. He killed himself. Or sorry, excuse
1: me. He died by suicide. I'm very raw to like this kind of language right now because that's actually how my husband died. So I'm kind of at a point where I'm like, I don't give a shit what you call it. It sucks. But died by suicide. That's what we're supposed to say.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Listen, this is one of those situations where I'm like, thank God. Like, I mean, it sucks. But like he needed help. He asked for it so many times. He never got it. He was probably fucked up by his parents and and people ended up getting hurt. Mm -hmm. Who who didn't need to get hurt if the system was there and they helped him.
0: Yeah. I mean, we have come a long, long way
1: from the 70s in terms of mental health.
0: Yeah. But we still have a very, very long way to go. Uh. So. well that was horrible yep and anyways I <laughs> I have, if, again if Rusty if you're listening to this and I apologize if you didn't want your name out there um, I hope you enjoyed that yeah thank you and so much Rusty yeah cause I have never heard of him and I'm surprised Well, as, like, yeah, this isn't as like a bigger thing um and this is an important but, story to tell, yeah. too. hmm
1: Because, like, again, as so. we said, this man was mentally ill, and he wanted to get help, and he tried to get help, and nobody helped him. Exactly.
0: So if anybody, if you do have any requests, definitely hit us up on the Facebook group. What is it again, Joe? We'll do it. Because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I so know.
1: you can find us on Instagram at a thousand true crimes pod. Um, and then you can find us on Facebook at a thousand true crimes podcast discussion group. If you have requests or questions or you just want to comment or you want to like tell us something or communicate with us, that's where you can do it. Um, we're still working on building our website, but we are on the socials. Um, and yeah. Um, if you ever notice your family member having mental health issues, don't just rent them an apartment.
0: <laughs> yeah, get them help. Seriously, they're like it just. I'm them telling them you, help. fire starters and animal torturers. I just, I you gotta
1: watch out for those. It's. I know it's bad. It's bad.
0: It's so bad. It's so bad. But all right. Well, on a positive note, Joe, what's your weekly win? Because I feel like you need one.
1: I don't even know if I fucking. You gotta me. find one thing got, positive um,
0: every week with everything going on.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Um, My thing, I think, this week is that I have these dressers that I have been... It's been like my... um, I call it my trauma project, where I've just kind of been working on it ever since um, everything happened. And they had, like, so many layers of paint. I got them all stripped. I got them stained. I got them finished. And they're up, and they're beautiful, and... They have their legs on them, and I'm really proud of them, and I think Hubs would have loved them a lot. Yeah.
0: They look good. I saw them on the, on the video cam. They look good. Yep.
1: It's awesome. What's yours? What's your weekly win?
0: My weekly win is coming back. Getting back into this. Hell yeah, this. Girl. And, Hell yeah. You know? Also, can we talk about how. you guys how I saw her in real life last weekend? <laughs> In real life, no, no screen between. It's just me and her. There you go.
1: It was in real life because she's so close now. I know.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. And it sucks because of the situation. The first time we saw each other in for, like four years. I know. Yeah. But I actually
1: saw her the weekend we are, before that. But
0: yeah, that was for a funeral. So <laughs> yeah, we are so close now. Um, yeah. You're actually coming. I'm going to see this like, bitch again this too. weekend this weekend. yeah exactly i'm gonna so, see her in like, like it's it's awesome we gotta like set up a time yeah. to actually record one-on-one we like, should do room. it one day mm-hmm.
1: it'll be a a wild one let me tell you yeah that's gonna have to be like
0: maybe in a few months yeah we'll Sometimes do it we'll like, do it a little better i don't know but all right well if you are um wanting some more come back next week yeah, and keep an eye Hopefully on our socials because, much.
1: yeah, keep an eye on our socials too because we are going to be doing a giveaway soon. Um, it'll be our very first line of merch, so keep an eye on our socials for that information. We're going to post it all on there, um, but that should be coming in a couple weeks. Yeah.
0: All right. Bye. All right, loves. Bye, guys.